Well, everyone, I am finally here. This is a wonderful feeling. Um, Pit Fun Father is the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Sopkew. And uh, this has been something I've wanted to do for a long time, so I'm actually kind of excited to get going on this. Um, so welcome, all of you who are listening. Um, I know um, you're going to enjoy it, and I hope that I can give you some value and the content that I'm bringing, some maybe move you a little bit in some of the aspects of uh, where I've come in my life and where I am now, and the overall journey to where we are going to go. Um, This is a fitness, uh, health and wellness podcast. I am a online coach. I am soon to be a uh, one-on-one personal training coach, 41 years old. I will turn 42 while in the institution of education, which I think at my age is something scary. A lot of people, if you're listening and you are stuck in something that you've been doing, whether it's because it pays the bills or you are confined to the money you make and maybe the happiness that it brings uh, isn't quite there. Um, I'm I'm going to attest and in, in throughout the episodes that we do this podcast, we'll bring you along that journey of transition um, or the pivot as I like to call it. So the, the first episode is basically an introduction to me. It's kind of where I want to take you guys from the beginning up until where I kind of got motivated to switch gears and present myself to everyone else because those are two extremely different dynamics. Um, so the Fit Fun Father kind of came at me <clears throat> not too long ago, actually, Probably, I think I've been on this for five or six weeks, so it's very fresh. But it's it manifested out of something of necessity for me, something of importance when it comes to family life and the, the way that we think about how we take care of the ones that we love, especially our children, in the fact that a lot of us, unhealthy, overweight, maybe consuming bad habits... Um, There's no questionable doubt if I asked every father out there that is parenting a child or who is involved in parenting of a child, if they love their child. Inequivocally, if I said that correctly, um, they are going to respond with, absolutely, I love my child. But what a lot of people aren't thinking about is, is, what are you doing for yourself to provide for that? child now the scariest part of that is uh, we do have an obesity epidemic in this world Uh, North America Europe uh, you name it a lot of the first world countries where convenience is an abundance where we have the ability to access kind of whatever it is that we want Um, you know you can have food delivered to your door there's a corner store on pretty much every block or second block of your neighborhood. Um, palatable foods are cheap 
and easy to purchase for those of you who are not relatively uh, wealthy or do not make enough income to maybe think that you can't provide a healthy um, living for you and your family. The other part of that is I think a lot of people are naive to understanding what true nutrition is really about. And the sickest part of the whole thing, or the saddest part, however you want to look at it, is that we have all the information at our fingertips. Nothing out there. There's no stone unturned. If you want to learn about it, and you put enough time into it, the information's out there. Now, understandably, there is a, a, a lot of conflicting information. In the fitness space in itself, from my learning of the last four years of exploring this, is that it's overwhelmingly saturated with people who are in amazing shape or they look um super toned and six pack and it's it seems to be social media pumps this out uh the marketing end of it is huge every second page that you get on there's an advertisement for you know get six pack in 60 days listen i know a lot about reaching those destinations and are they possible yes absolutely they are possible the problem is, is that the grasp that people think they can get to that point or their that destination should be the least of their worries because the information that you're getting from a lot of those um, sites or, or social media, those things are, a lot of them are, are a perception that you need to look a certain way or feel a certain way or be a certain way to fit in and be healthy and functional. And it's just not the case. There's a difference between being healthy and in shape and being somebody who has, and I'm going to, I'm going to go down this in a very pragmatic way, in a way where, um, the individuals that are putting in the work to get say sub 10% body fat if if that's kind of where you're going you know that abdominal six pack with the striations and and it's possible but let's 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 dive into what is required to get there obviously you know you have strategic um calorie um modification and I'm going to state it like that cuz I don't want to just say calorie deficit but deficit is definitely a part of it calorie deficit is part of losing weight regardless um, a lot of those people have a team of coaches around them too holding them accountable it's very easy when you have 16 weeks in front of you and for those of you um, to put a, a figure of that 16 weeks of dieting day in and day out is not easy for those of you who uh, if if you're listening to this maybe you've dove down that road maybe you haven't you're probably just starting or you are a dad who's just looking to improve a little bit of um, health so he can play with his kid. And that's the idea ultimately of where I'm going. Um, but the per the perception that you're getting from a lot of these um, sites and these social media is just is 
it's absolutely not that it's unattainable, but it's not the goal or the, the thing that you should be reaching for. I think a lot of us from a lot of the clients um, and the people that I've spoken with, they indicate that they just want to run in the park with their kid or they just want to be able to get out of bed and feel good and not lethargic and they want to maintain a, a level of energy throughout their day and, and be able to go home at the end of the day when they get that time with their family and, and be able to do stuff with their family. That is the goal here. That is Fit Fun Father. So with that being said, I'm going to dive into something that is extremely um, emotional for me. I'm going to do my best not to uh, get too uh, vulnerable on, on the podcast, but it may happen. I think it just adds to the to the, the sentiment, I guess. Um, I was, I'm 41 years old. Um, when I was 37 years old, okay, I'll go back a little bit further. So when I was 24, I got married. Um, my ex-wife, um, or wife at the time, because obviously you're going to get to know where this goes, was pregnant. And, uh, we had, you know, a lot of family pressure to get married. Um, and we figured it was the right thing to do. I don't want to make this, uh, you know, anything on my family or nothing, but when you're that age and you, um, you're about to have a child, you quickly revert into a role of responsibility. And as parents, you know, that's, that's, that's the direction I think we instinctively would go. Um, and I'm speaking with my ex-wife's parents and my parents. So we got married. Uh, we had a beautiful boy, Blake. Um, and then we carried on with life. We bought a house. Uh, we built our first house, actually. And then we sold it. And we bought another house. And I worked the 9-to-5 job. Um, more or less the 7-to-7 job, I should say, for the most part. Took all the weekends. Worked as much as I could. We did the 2-to-3 holidays a year. Some of them were two to three dayers. Some of them were a week. You know what normal families would do. And we just, that was the day to day, you know. Um, and over the course of time, I, of course, gained a significant amount of weight because there was no stress on looking a certain way because the mentality was, well, you've got more important things to deal with in your life than how you look or how you feel. And if you're listening and, and, and you can shake your head, whether you're in your car at home or on a walk or whatever it is you're doing, it's, it's the wrong way to view it. Um, and that's how I viewed it. You know, work is most important, whatever pizza for dinner. Sure. What are you throwing on my lunch? What am I taking fruit roll-ups and, and granola bars, things like that. That was what constituted my lunch. Um, and we, and we kind of carried on and we went through, um, for many more years and I, and I wouldn't say that there was a lot of conflict, but there wasn't really any, um, marital interaction between me and my ex. We, we had a job to do and, um, as time went on, it, it progressively got worse 
And finally, um, in 2015, in the spring, I had broke a water main line in our last home, uh, trying to clean out the hot tub. A little early, I didn't shut the water off before winter. And where I live, we get cold winters and the line had frozen. Anyway, when I went to turn the line on, it it burst the pipe and did probably uh, $15,000 of the damage to the basement from flooding and that seemed to be the uh the straw that broke the camel's back now at this time um if you have ever gone to my instagram at fit fun father you've looked at some of the pictures on there you you'll see the weight i was at just about six months after that occurrence i think and um i was just shy 240 pounds i had um a acid reflux really bad where I took several medications to try and keep at bay. Um, I was lethargic for most of the day. It would not be uncommon for uh, me to doze off at my desk at work five to six times a day, depending on how long I sat down for. It was not uncommon when I got home from work to drink anywhere from two to three cans of Pepsi or Coca-Cola or pop, I should say, um, and it probably t- took, um, it It was, it, to try and reflect on the feeling I was, if you're there, you're probably, you don't, if you haven't been in shape, let's just rephrase that, the understanding of what that feels like, what it feels like to be healthy, you don't, you can't grasp it until you start to move down that path. So I had um, then begun to, um, we I had left. Um, my ex and I were fighting continuously. It seemed around the clock there were days where we would avoid each other. Sometimes I wouldn't come home. Sometimes she wouldn't come home. And we had a son at the time that was deeply concerned and upset on a daily basis. Um, So I moved out of the house. I moved into my sister's basement. Um, And when you go from um, having your own home, two cars in the garage, hot tub in the backyard, and then you go to a basement, and I love my sister to death, and, and she's a big part of our, why I am where I am today, and that'll we'll save that for an, another um, podcast. Maybe I can get her on the show. It's it's debilitating. It it's a, it it's hard, not just physically but mentally, because you figure you've you've worked so hard for all this stuff and this you've worked hard for somebody you've worked hard for your your family and now it's gone instantly um that's kind of how you feel my son at the time continued to live with his mom and uh that was a that was difficult for me i got to see him uh generally every second weekend Every weekend, depending, it was kind of an open on, you know, at the basis of what we could do at the time, but it wasn't very, it wasn't a lot. 
Um, and it was also embarrassing bringing home your child and giving him a couch to sleep on because you really have no bedroom for him. <clears throat> so again, something uh, difficult for me. Um, and at that point, I really thought that uh, it couldn't get any better. I I had blocked out my thought process to say, well, I worked at it for 13 years. I, I accumulated as much as I could. I had a full-time job and it didn't work. Now what? Now where do I go? What do I do with my life now that I'm in this position? And the most difficult part when you're in that mode is to try and get some clarity and try and understand that it could be worse. And I know that's easier said than done for those of you who may have not experienced it, but if you've experienced tragedy or adversity in your life, you'll, you can understand why. Um, and there came a point where I said to myself, and this is, a, this is the truth. It's not where it went. It's where it started is if another woman is ever going to love me, I need to be thinner. That's, that was in my brain. Um, you know, I'd been in my sister's house now for probably six months and I had no idea if I was going to live there for six years or what the, what the outcome was going to be. So I started, um, with my sister, I said, Hey, you know, what do you think if you and I work out, let's exercise, let's get in shape, let's do this together. You know, we'll feed off each other. We'll, we'll, we'll make this a journey between the two of us. Um, little insight back in 2009, I had, um, got some workout videos, uh, that you put on your TV and there, you know, some of them are 60 minute long, 45 minute long videos. And I actually succeeded in a very short window of time of dropping a lot of weight. I think I had probably dropped 30 pounds and it lasted maybe six months, seven months, and then I gained it all back. Nonetheless, I had that in my mind. I said, you know, I got these workout videos. We, you and I, we could do these videos and we could like every day we'll, we'll set a time and we'll just, we'll just go at it and it'll be fun. And I found myself in a pool of sweat flailing my arms in front of a television screen you know I had to push we had to push the uh the coffee table out of the way and and the way the the, the size of the basement uh, was very small and the furniture had to kind of be slid off to one side we did that every day and we were near shoulder to shoulder um doing mountain climbers and jumpy jacks and push-ups and and uh ab exercises and and whatnot uh, in this pool of sweat, barely breathing. And two or three days goes by and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't think I can do this. This is insane. Like, I'm, am I going to have to do this for the rest of my life just to maintain fitness? This is crazy. I don't know how people do it. Um, but we persevered. We, we followed the program for 60 days and I ended up losing in that 60 days, probably 25 to 28 pounds, somewhere in there. 
So I was still fairly heavy and I still wasn't happy with the way I'd looked, but it was an improvement. And what I had done is I said, listen, we got to do this again. We got to go for round two. We got to figure it out and we just got to keep going and we just got to keep losing weight. So we, we did, we went round two and this time not as much of a weight loss. I think I got to pretty close to maybe another 20 pounds, pretty close. So a total of 45, 47 pounds. So I was down to about one, 195, 198. And I was feeling burnt. I was feeling, feeling beat up, you know, doing these major high intensity workouts every day. And of course, with the lack of education or the lack of desire to research anything at the time, and we're not talking too long ago, um, I was eating chicken breast with a probably an ice cream scooper full of rice and a side of mixed veggies for every meal. Sometimes we would supplement the chicken for tilapia, but that was about the extent of what I was eating. And if anybody out there thinks that eating those meals three times a day is satisfactory in a long-term diet program, well, have fun. Um, but I had a determination. And this is kind of where when we get into these podcasts and we get into more of these episodes, that's the that's the underlying part of this whole thing that manifested obviously into something completely different is that determination was not to lose weight that determination was to feel loved again very difficult thing for me to say but the truth so what started out as an opportunity to lose some weight um, out of the fact that, you know, deep down inside as a human being, when you're stripped away of the things that aren't important, you start to see the things that are important. I'm here today, um, so that's nearly four years ago. I'm probably 180 pounds. I've put on a significant amount of muscle. I'm in fantastic shape. I can play with my son. I can run and keep up with him. I can go for hours when it comes to baseball or whatever sport, day or night. I have energy from the minute I get up to the minute I go to bed. I don't get lethargic. I am functional. And I'm, I am absolutely, absolutely physically and mentally at one of the best parts of my, of my life. Now, I still feel <clears throat> adversity. I still stumble on small things along the way. But I look back at where I was and I look at a lot of dads out there. And I'm, I'm going to include you moms who are listening, who are putting the cart before the horse. Your job is not as important as your health. Your bank account is not as important as your health. 
going out and buying that patio set is not as important as your health. And the reason I say this is because if you don't have your health and your children are not, they do not have the ability to do the things they want to do because their parents are restricted in those things, you have nothing. All of those things can be stripped away from you at any given time in this life. But when you have that mental clarity, when you can be confident about yourself and know that you are functional and in good shape, nobody can take that away from you. Nobody. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I feel obligated not only to present to you as much information as I can, but for those of you who are interested in some sort of coaching or guidance, I do provide that service as well um, because it's necessary. It's a small investment in you and it is of the utmost importance. When I move forward with this, I want to bring attention to a lot of the things that I've done um, nutritionally, fitness, some of the mindsets um, that I've had or some of the misconceptions brought on by the fitness industry, some of the, um, basically the pathway that you develop on your journey is your pathway and you need to be armed with as much information as you can, but you need to take an approach when it comes to fitness that's going to fit your lifestyle and your family um, because everyone's situation is obviously different. I have one son, he's uh, 16, he'll be 17 shortly, so I'm obviously at this point when it comes to my family function at a different point where maybe you have three kids in there, maybe they're all under the age of five, let's say. And maybe your job dictates that you're at so-and-so for so long or whatnot. There's no reason why you can't integrate health and fitness, and you do not have to flail your arms in front of a TV for 60 minutes a day. I promise you that. It's small incremental steps in the right direction and understanding what um, certain foods do, what certain exercises do. I'm so excited to bring those to you. I'm so excited to potentially bring on some amazing guests, some people that have given me insight, some people that have helped me along the way, um, some people that have different approaches to the health and fitness, some people maybe with wild and crazy outlandish ways of doing things. Um, it's it's exciting, and I am so thrilled that I can start this, bring this information to you, and hopefully we can start a revolution when it comes to getting our butts in gear, investing in ourselves so that we can have that time with our families and our kids and our spouses, and our girlfriends, and our parents. 
it it will change your perspective. It will completely change your life forever. I promise you that. This is attainable. And I'm going to pull away the noise and we're going to dive into some really cool stuff in in the in the near future here. Um I'm glad I could bring you my story. Um and again, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can look down at the show notes. I've got a couple things in there that I would love for you guys to to get on board. Please subscribe to this. Share this with as many people as you can. Get this out there. And let us change lives one person at a time. And you know what? I'm okay with a thousand people at a time. As long as we're getting that out there. Because that is the important part. With that being said, I thank you very much. I'm your host, Michael SobQ, the Fit Fun Father, and this was episode number one. We'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning into the first episode of the Fit Fun Father podcast. I was your host, Michael SobQ, and I would love if you guys would subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your friends. Tell as many people as possible. You can find me in the show notes at Patreon as well. If you're a big supporter of the podcast, you think I'm doing something that uh, is valuable to you and the people around you, there's a couple tiers there uh, with some bonus content for you guys. When you subscribe, when you add to the service, you are going to only help me build this thing bigger and to reach some of the goals to touch as many lives as I possibly can. You can also get me, of course, on Instagram and Facebook at FitFunFather, and I will be there for you. Anything you guys need, I'm available um, on a one-on-one basis, and if you do not believe me, reach out to me. I guarantee you, you and I will talk on the phone. We can get to know each other, and maybe I can help you set your goals in heading in the right direction because that is what this is all about. Thank you again. A little tidbit for next episode. We're going to talk a little bit about basically the second, the foundation of this is believing in yourself, getting from point A to point B. We'll talk about determination, motivation, your goals, why you're doing them, and set you up on the right path. Again, thanks a lot. I've had a ton of fun, and we'll see you guys on the next one.